0: Good evening everybody and welcome to another episode of you me and he a podcast that let's just be honest if pee in your pants is cool you can consider us miles davis all right <laughs> <laughs> i am your host rob lambert and i'm joined by my co-host this is Josh Frankenstein. <laughs> and Drew Carroll.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is Drew Carroll. This is Drew Carroll. <laughs> to come in with an entrance on that one.
0: Hey, we just want to say welcome to the show tonight. Uh, we're going to get into an awesome topic. Tonight we're going to talk best TV bosses besides Tony Danza, who is obviously of course. the boss, right? Of course. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to get into uh, some other cool some other cool segments. I don't want to spoil it. It's going to be a great show. We're glad that you're here because I think you're going to love it. But fellas, before we get into it too far, I have to tell you this week, I made the decision to give a call to my bank and order a new debit card because the current debit card I have is thrashed. It is the worst. I put it into things and I'm surprised that it's not ripped apart.
2: Like what kind of things?
0: <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to know. <laughs> but little did I know that I was going to get put into one of the like craziest moments of having to make a decision that I've ever been. And it was all about a freaking debit card. So here's what happened. I call Chase. Uh, I bank with Chase. I call Chase and I'm like, hey, I need to order a new debit card. And they're like, hey, no problem. I see that you have our sort of classic blue card but we have some new designs and so you're going to have to pick a new design and i'm like okay cool no problem no it was a big problem because then she proceeds to read off to me what my options were and i want you to keep in mind that i am a 34 year old man (laughs) who is going to use this card (laughs) to purchase
1: goods and services as an adult (laughs) on a a daily basis wait so do we get to guess what they're going to send you
0: you can. I'll tell you what. I'll read. I'll, I'll tell you what the options were, and then yeah, you can you can you can try to you can just give a wild guess as to which which ones I picked. Okay, but Wait, as I which said, which ones? Oh, sorry, which one? Okay, hard right. that I
1: picked. <laughs> Interesting. There's
0: like there so were so many good, many good ones. ones that he <laughs> yeah.
1: I want this on the front and this on the back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Once again, keep in mind, thirty-four year old man. Okay. <laughs> she proceeds to read off the options. She's like, we have Mickey Mouse. Of course. Mickey and Friends. Yes. The Disney Castle. <laughs> Elsa from Frozen. <laughs> BB-8 from Star Wars. Darth Vader. Or what they call the like the Disney Jamboree, which is like a <laughs> complete like, ridiculous like, shotgun blast of Disney characters on my debit card. I'm a 34-year-old man.
1: I'm going to be using this to make purchases of goods and services as a man i can say i can see right now in your mind you're just looking at your old card and saying you're my boy blue you're my boy (laughs) (laughs) i'm looking at it going it's not that bad it's fine it's fine goodbye why are your only options a parade of disney characters which just scream hi i'm 34 years old and i have two children i hate my life
0: (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: I'm like imagining myself like,
0: going into the DMV or the emergency room. <laughs> and I'm like, here you go. Please take me seriously. <laughs> so you picked the Vader one, right? No, of course not. Why would you? I mean, I think let's you would be with Disney
1: Princess. <laughs> <Elsa>? Princess is.
0: <laughs> Here's the deal. I looked at it and I, and I asked myself, what is the one card that I will be the least embarrassed to hand over to somebody? So I did indeed go with. Darth Vader. There uh, you go. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised. That was the only option I heard. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> I, I blah, 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 Darth Vader, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I still
1: exactly. don't understand why you just couldn't stay with the blue card.
2: Yeah, <laughs> dude, I, if I was in that situation, I'd be like, look at me. Why would you give me these other options? Just tell me the only <laughs> one you have is the Vader
1: card. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I feel like that's a bank just being a straight up dictator. They they're giving you the illusion of choice, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> but really, they're giving you every option you hate. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. So so basically, when I go to the grocery store and you know I'm chatting it up with the cashier and they're like, "Oh, cash or card?" I'm gonna be like, "It's going to be a card."
3: <laughs>
0: dude, Darth Vader though, I would hand that over with confidence.
1: Yeah,
2: mostly. Mostly. If you could get some trick to make it look like you're not even holding it, like it's just <laughs> levitating <laughs> over your hand. <laughs> that
1: would be cool. However, I do highly recommend that you never use that card while attending an MMA fight. Like, <laughs> I just don't think it's going to oh work out well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although I feel like if I walk in and I, like, try to hand them the card, and they're like, sorry, we don't accept that here. I can be like, I find your lack of chase, disturbing." <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. but <laughs> Perfect. So, anyways, there you go. So, yeah, I am the proud owner of a Darth Vader debit card. And, yes, I am also a grown man. So, there you go. It's great.
2: I am actually a little <laughs> bit jealous, dude. That sounds pretty rad. In the beginning, <laughs> when you were talking about about this, it sounded like it was going to be, you know, terrible. <laughs> but it seems like it worked out it, pretty it well. It does
1: seem like it worked out. I mean, now, for me, I, I kind of prefer my untraceable, like, my my I mean, debit no card personality has in, in my, in a my bunch accounting.
2: almond trees World. blooming on it. It's That's your debit card? Yeah. A
1: bunch of almond trees blooming on it. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: Hey, just I come over t- to the dark side, bro. Come I, over to the dark I, side. I, I would, <laughs> but
2: the where I bank is so small. They don't offer things like that. They offer pictures from so, around here. <laughs> so which
1: one do you think owns the other? Does Chase own Disney or does Disney own Chase? Of course, Disney owns <laughs> Chase. I know. Really? Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh conspiracy
0: up in here anyway (laughs) josh how are you doing
1: man i'm I'm doing all right man it was it was a really busy week work-wise like i mean it, it was it was crazy like this week i literally was putting in like what felt felt like 10 to 12 hour days and uh didn't get a lot of time to like just interact with a lot of people um as soon as i got home every night most of the time it was like have dinner see kids for like an hour send everyone to showers in bed and then just sit down. And, you know, my wife and I are watching the show Vikings right now, which is really entertaining. But that's like literally Nuts. been my day, like nothing yeah. but work. So I've had to try and take my mind off of things while I'm at work, you know, just like getting these little breaks and, and everything. And I, I remember I, I brought up this memory of a time that I laughed really hard. Andrew felt bad. I think this will kind of uh, give us a difference in our personalities and how we view the world. <laughs> For sure. <So laughs> For sure. <laughs> During one of, my, one of my breaks from work this week, I was just kind of daydreaming, reminiscing on on events of the past. And I remember this one time uh, right after... What a know, weird
2: thing to daydream about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, da- sure. Daydreams, we'll the usually, audience
2: decide. <laughs> da- daydreams usually take you to a place of peace and happiness.
1: <laughs> For me, this was peace and happiness. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, because I still laughed. I laughed about hey, it again.
2: Like, if you are someone who has a sensitive heart, you're going to want to check back in about <laughs> three or four minutes. Yeah, just go ahead and fast forward <laughs> to the podcast. And if
1: you are an individual that enjoys dark comedies, stick around and put your seatbelt on. And really enjoy <laughs> this one. Also, if you're, a fan of, if you're also a fan of natural selection, <laughs> science. <laughs> science. An- Andrew and I were the proud witness, well, me proud witness, he regrettably so to a Darwin Award recipient <laughs> one day, For sure. oh, no. way, way For back, sure. uh, what was this, like five or six years ago? Uh, I don't know, possibly. This is after Rob moved out of California, um, I think, your, right? Your no? son was in a car yeah. seat. Okay, I or, or at least away from <laughs> where we are. Yeah, my son was with us and he was super young in a car seat. Um, no one in the band is still around. Andrew and I are just hanging out one day and because uh, I had, I had some errands to run in Fresno. And uh, we're going down this major city, I mean this major city, this major, major street, it's called Shaw Avenue. And uh, along Shaw Avenue off of the major highway is just a bunch of stores, you know, and we were trying to go to Dick Sporting Goods, right? Yeah. No, well, which did, we were well, who,
2: hang on. Who would name a
1: sporting goods store that, dude? <laughs> I don't care
2: if you're the CEO and that's your name.
1: Change it. Doesn't it. Matter. it doesn't matter. There are certain people I'm sure that don't shop there. So, <laughs> For uh, sure.
0: You know, I'm putting my foot down. We're calling it Dick's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he signs the checks. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew and I are coming down this road. We're coming up to the stoplight where we actually have to turn, um, turn left, right? And uh-huh. as we're coming up this road, um, we pass through a, through a past intersection. We, we pass this guy that's on the sidewalk and just blowing away down the sidewalk on his Razor well, scooter. Well and how old would you say he was? Oh dude, he had to be like late 30s. <laughs> late 30s, late 30s, late, late 30s early 40s. So hang on. Well that was so, his first problem. <laughs> well dude, yeah. we
2: were we were sitting there waiting for this light to turn and I look in the in the mirror behind me and I see this dude coming up the bike lane and I'm like, "Oh man, Josh look at this guy. He's got like dreads. He's a white dude. Yeah, he dreads. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Problem number
0: two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like listening to his
2: music, dude, and he's just going to town on no, this razor scooter. I, I
1: don't know if he was listening to music. That is his earbuds I, in. He did have yeah, earbuds. He had those in. white ones. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Oh, no. Okay. So,
2: and he's coming, and Josh and I are sitting there talking, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Dude, I don't think this guy's gonna stop." So we start wait. watching this dude. <laughs> do, wait, so I,
1: do I get to tell the story? Yeah. Go for okay. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was my daydream after all, and this was supposed to be scarring for and you. my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we pass this guy who's going down the sidewalk on a razor scooter, right? And we come up to our stoplight, and he's still on the sidewalk coming up from behind us on his Razor scooter <laughs> and Andrew trucking, is on dude. his phone just trucking. I mean, I'm talking like these <laughs> long push offs with his right leg. I mean, oh, he's extending. Man. So, I mean, he's going fast <laughs> and you know, like Andrew said, Andrew Andrew like looks up from his phone and he's looking around, you know, as I'm looking at the light, he's looking around and he sees the guy on his Razor scooter coming <laughs> up the sidewalk and that and that's what Andrew says. Hey, dude, I don't think this guy's going to stop and I look at him. and I was like, what are you talking about? And out the, out the side of my window, as soon as I look at Andrew in the passenger side, there's this guy on a razor scooter just trucking it up the street. Dude, okay, cross traffic's insane. Yeah, too. yeah. Okay, so they're going fast. We're both. We're both now just <laughs> watching this guy and I mean, we've got a pretty clear view despite being on a busy road, right? Oh, no! and he's coming up on the intersection of the crosswalk and it, there's a big orange hand right there in the crosswalk <laughs> saying, don't go. Dude, I mean, and he, he just passed
2: 50 stopped cars. <laughs>
3: just,
0: oh, my god. straight up. So, Every
2: indicator in life
1: is telling you, <laughs> <just> stop. stop. <laughs> 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 anyway, anyway, so uh, the worst of worst situations, right? He sees traffic stopped at all, like, crosswalks, and he takes one look forward, and he takes one look to the side and he takes one look forward again and this guy makes the decision of his life, the last decision of his life. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we assume and just decides Guaranteed, to truck dude. right in to the crosswalk. Okay. And Andrew and I are just watching this. All right. And as soon as he gets to the middle of the crosswalk, he thought traffic was stopped because the turn lane of the crosswalk that he was like entering wasn't moving. However, there were two lanes to the right hand of that turn lane, and one of them had a Cadillac in it that oh had no. just turned a corner Escalade. and was going probably 40 miles an hour on his oh. green light. If, if not faster. <laughs> dude, He <laughs> no, ki-
2: dude. hang on. He remember he kicked out there. A Suburban almost hit him, but stopped. Yeah. And he like took a breath, and then he did one more <laughs> kick out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah. So oh. anyway, the long and the short <laughs> of it is this guy was not supposed to enter the crosswalk. He had traffic coming in the wrong direction in, uh, of which he couldn't see at all. And as soon as he got to the middle of that crosswalk that that Cadillac that was doing 40 miles oh. an hour with the with the driver side front corner rams this guy just rams him. Oh no. <laughs> and this guy dude just Flies about fifteen feet into the intersection of Shaw and whatever it was, and you just see him hit the ground, and his head just smacks on the ground. Uh, Pops up, and he just lays there,
2: dude. And we're just both tires, like front and back, went over that dude.
1: (laughs) We can't believe what we just witnessed, and he's just laying there. Cadillac's like past the guy now, and all you see is like there's no movement, and then all of a sudden he like squirms and his arms look like they're kind of contorted, like he uh, just, uh, squirms.
2: dude. <laughs> yeah, the contortionist
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> let me anyway, ask you a question
1: anyway. Hold on At, <laughs> as this is going on, Andrew is like biting his nails or his sure. fingers <laughs> just like, like normal. Oh my human gosh, being. oh my gosh, oh my gosh, <laughs> I am in the driver's seat just laughing laughing (laughs) as I can. And I know this sounds really bad. Oh, no, it's not messed up. It's not messed up. I'm sorry. I know most people. I mean him. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, he was definitely messed up. Um, (laughs) And every time I tell this story, man, people give me this look of like I can't believe you laughed at that. It's like I can't believe that you're not laughing at that. Like, <laughs> this guy made a decision. The things that you laugh about on what used to be Spike TV with the Darwin Awards and, and you know like thousand ways to die things that people used to yeah. Laugh but those about, are those are reenactments. Happened it. in front of us. We were privy to shall I say the next step below a miracle. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a unicorn.
0: It's like seeing a unicorn.
1: It's like seeing a unicorn. Yeah, it was like seeing the last
0: unicorn get (laughs) slaughtered. Hang on. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. He gets hit by the car. He flies into the intersection. Yeah. Did his shoes... Stay on or come off.
1: They did stay on. If, from what I oh, remember, he's fine. Yeah. He's totally fine. Yeah. He's fine. Uh, his, his remember, shoes Drew, dude. On. His razor. If the shoes scooter. come
0: off, then they die. But if <laughs> the shoes stay on, they're fine. That's no, a rule I, of the I, internet. I think he's that gone. I think
2: if he were to leave his shoes on, that means people can mess with him while he's passed out. That's, that's the right. Party yeah, rules. Yeah. <laughs> then you could draw stuff on his face, <laughs>
1: and it's and it's okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if the shoes the are rules. off,
2: then you have to leave him be.
1: Anyway. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, we're just sitting there and Andrew's like cringing and I, I mean, we had like a front, dude, row, front row seat because then I mean, we we're, got a we're green, up on the, inter, on we the crosswalk. We got a green
2: light to turn left and we drove past <laughs> this dude. <laughs> got to see it head on. Oh, but
1: that was after I had to. I mean, we got a green light and I couldn't go because I was crying. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> like I could not actually so move out. Up, I dude. didn't even realize the light changed. Andrew had to tell me that the light changed and then we pull out. And we watched this guy just like sitting in the road we master did, of his own demise. <laughs> <we> just, <laughs> oh my God.
2: We just watched his that soul leave his
1: body. And so oh, man, yeah, I mean, that might give you a glimpse into how my week went. My mind went there <laughs> in order to get a reprieve from what I was dealing with. Yeah, so the work must oh, like, have been uh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if that and was not- a reprieve.
0: <laughs> Oh, I thought the Darth I, Vader card was I, bad. You're good, man.
1: <laughs> dude, I'm. I still laugh about it to this day, and I'm unapologetic oh about it. God. I, you know, it, it's one thing for someone to be the victim of an accident. It's another thing for you to create your own accident. Sure. hey, <laughs> dude,
2: <laughs> I'm not arguing that. Like that guy was an idiot for sure. <laughs> I, I felt bad for the driver.
1: I did feel bad uh, for the driver. I felt sucks, bad for dude. the driver. Yeah,
2: but um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm I, really torn on it, dude. Sometimes I kind of giggle and sometimes I, oh.
1: I I still wait some days to see if it ever gets posted to like YouTube or if there's like a reenactment of it some kind so like oh my
2: there's someone <laughs> filming from a corner and all you see is Josh driving by the guy pointing and laughing <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I just have my head down with my hand in my face
1: yeah yeah good good times anyway yeah. how was your week drew
2: yeah on the <laughs> on the <to> greener pastures. <laughs> both for that guy and our topic. (laughs) 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 So last night, we went and watched the new Jurassic Park movie. Uh, Well, I guess they're not called Jurassic Park anymore. They're called Jurassic World. Nice. So uh, I went and saw that one. But before we went and we had dinner, and my wife, she always gets nervous when it comes time to order food and i'm not really sure why <laughs> <laughs> but she gets like this anxiety and one it stems from her being and this is just eating at in and out <laughs> dude <laughs> in and out she has it down pretty good but especially like if we go to new places that we've never been before oh, it's oh, like yeah. oh dude forget <laughs> about asking her to order at a drive through i don't know why dude but she'll just start laughing <laughs> and then she can't stop laughing, and <laughs> then people are like, uh, "Are you gonna order?" <laughs> yeah, just give me a second. <laughs> so last night, dude, we're at this place, and <laughs> she was asking me what I was gonna order. And I was like, "Oh, I'm probably just gonna get a wedge salad." She's like, "Oh, okay." The lady oh, comes so up good. and she goes, "Do you guys know what you want to order?" And she's like, "Uh, yeah, but go ahead. You go ahead." So I ordered mine, and it took like five seconds. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then I'll so, have the wedge salad. Yeah. So anything then, else?
2: Then the chick was looking at her, and she's just sitting there, and she's like, "Um, "I'm gonna have a pizza." She's like, "Okay, well, what do you want on the pizza?" She's like, "Uh, uh, pepperoni, bell peppers, pineapples, and tomatoes." (laughs) 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 I kind of sat there for a second, and then after the lady walked away, I was like, "Did you just order tomatoes on your pizza with?" Pepperoni, pineapple, and bell pepper. I was like, "You've never ordered that in your life."
0: She's like, "I don't know. I just get all worked up." It's like I panicked. Yeah, dude. She's like pepperoni pineapple and put a wedge salad on it. <laughs> and I was just
2: dying laughing because I realized I've never heard her order the same pizza twice. It's always been like
0: different than a concoction of different things, dude. She's like not ordering a pizza, she's just saying pizza related words. <laughs> it, dude. Hoping it, that they'll walk away.
2: Oh man, it makes me laugh so hard every time, man. Uh, it's so uh, funny. Uh, it's great. But then we went in to see Jurassic World, and uh, luckily Chris Pratt has Guardians of the Galaxy going for him because that <laughs> oh movie <no. laughs> was
3: crap.
1: Was it really? Oh, dude. that's too bad, man. Is that your spoiler-free review? Yeah, dude. I thought I thought Jurassic World, the one from a couple of years ago, was actually not fantastic. Too bad. Yeah, remember that how they ended that one with yeah. the
2: large ocean monster? Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's probably going to become a thing, right? They show you just as much of that large ocean monster in this one as they did in the last one.
1: So it jumping up to eat a shark? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. Yeah, it, okay. uh,
2: well, in the begin, it shows it for like two minutes in the beginning and then maybe 20 seconds at the end. Okay. And that's, that's awesome. the most exciting animal to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So,
0: aren't you definitely afraid of the ocean?
2: Sure, absolutely.
1: That's why that one intrigues me so much, dude. <laughs> There's something about We're those moving movies that just fail when you take the park aspect out of them dude cuz like that was that was the the original trilogy number 2 and 3 was the same thing like absolutely pro- horrible dude i have a huge
2: problem with all of these close calls and main characters not dying that's a problem dude you can't you can't have this many close calls with dinosaurs and you're still alive <laughs> How many times happen. can you hide behind a giant tree and they tear it all up, but except for what
0: your one little part that you're hiding behind. That's true. Dude. Uh,
1: spoilers. Those movies, yeah,
2: those movies
0: are crap.
1: Spoilers.
2: So uh,
0: the, the, the whole. Uh, see, I don't know what the plot is for this one. Okay,
2: same but this as all whole, the others.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm
2: so, man so runs just,
1: dinosaur chases. Oh,
2: I can tell you, though, <laughs> seeing the ending of this one, there's going to be another one.
0: Oh, awesome. <laughs> <Of> course, great, <laughs> man. Because Chris bat is Hollywood just, gold. Keep it spoiler free, but does it revolve around somebody going to the island that shouldn't go so then other people need to go to try to (laughs) To bring them them back? Yeah.
1: Probably.
2: Uh, dude, this one is actually, I feel like you would probably get this if you saw the trailer. The premise of this one is saving all of the dinosaurs that are on this island that's about ready to explode from a volcano.
1: So the underlying tone <laughs>
2: the, <laughs> no, is no, this no, like no. a pita no, type thing? No, yes, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was another kind thing of. that pissed me off. The, the underlying time.
1: tone is how corporations are all corporation y and evil. <laughs> and. Well. Are always trying to make money, corporationally, as you'll from a <laughs> from a corporation aspect. That's
2: a huge part of it. Yes.
1: Did you guys follow that? Yes. Okay. Totally. <laughs>
0: I just feel like yeah. So like Jurassic Park. Then you 3, got the
1: corporations being all corporationy. <laughs> oh my
0: god. I just feel like Jurassic Park three when they like the kids get stranded over there. It's like just let them be. That was their own dumb fault. It's done. Leave them. Yeah. Issue's over. No problem.
1: Yeah. No movie. (laughs)
0: Perfect. That's, right. That's right. <laughs> It was once we had Jeff Goldblum come back to the island. We were good. It's done.
2: Just the cycle is what's annoying. No one wanted the dinosaurs in the beginning. Then you have the dinosaurs. Now the dinosaurs are about ready to go extinct again, and everyone's all upset thinking that humans need to do their part in saving the dinosaurs. And it's like, dude, they rip you up every time, everybody, and you
0: want to just keep this going. All right. So isn't, well, there's gonna isn't be another this just one. another like. Mother Nature pretty much decided that they should not be around anymore and she's trying to do it again
1: for, Like,
0: get a freaking hint, bro. <laughs>
1: See, but that's what the are problem. doing? That's when you have corporations being all corporations <laughs> trying, <to>
0: oh
2: <laughs> trying to
1: overdo Mother Nature <laughs> to teach her the corporational world of being a corporation.
2: Oh, and now they've created, you know, super dinosaurs. Of course. So well, they were doing that in the other one. Faster yeah. and stronger. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you point a laser at somebody and push the button. And then it's that dinosaur's life mission to destroy that thing. Okay. That sounds fun. It's super okay. lame. Yeah. It's all super sounds lame. Fun.
1: Sounds like a blast. I'm, so I'm ready for the ride.
2: Everyone, go out and don't see it. Go see something else. <laughs> By the way, Chris
0: Pratt, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> uh, no, dude, not after that. <laughs> not after that, dude. Don't be don't be dissing my boy Star Lord. He still got that form. All right, hey. When we come back, we're gonna jump into an awesome topic. We're gonna be talking best TV bosses. So stick around, and we will be right back. All right, and welcome back to the show tonight. We're gonna be talking best. TV bosses. Look, there's when we when we look at the TV landscape, guys, there are bosses that we look at and we go, these guys are ridiculous. There's no way you'd want to work for them. There's some bosses you look at and be like, these guys would be the guys to work for. The guys you would model your management style after if if we're being honest, maybe. So, tonight we're going to talk best TV bosses. Perfect. Who wants to kick us off? Let's you know
1: do this. what? I think I will tackle this topic first because I've got the best TV boss whom I would actually love to work for in real life. This man (laughs) is a model citizen full of wisdom and doesn't want you to do any work, any work (laughs) whatsoever. So best TV boss that has ever been presented is Ron Swanson hands down (laughs) from Parks and Rec. Ron Swanson, the best. Okay. I mean, Talk about a guy, man. All right. We, we, and we we've broached this topic before or this phrase before. But this is a man who, who two of my favorite sayings from him walks into a restaurant and says, give me all the bacon you have. <laughs> and eggs. What you think you heard was give me a lot of bacon and eggs. <laughs> what I actually said was give me all the bacon and eggs that you have. Okay. That's just, that's just awesome. And he says it with this just dead look. of you better take me serious and you know you know I'm not fooling around boy and then who else (laughs) on this planet orders turf and turf okay (laughs) a 16 ounce porterhouse followed by an 18 ounce (laughs) t-bone that is a man that's a man's man that's a man and in his in his the course of his day at work he literally spends time in his office whittling wood staring at the wall <laughs> or nothing at all. Just like <laughs> just Dude, just staring, staring at his
0: framed uh, breakfast food. That's picture. right. And actually <laughs>
1: promotes you not
2: working. Dude. He promotes the fact that you should not be working and I, I fully support that other than the fact that he works for the government.
1: Yeah, I know. So he's actually one,
2: wasting our money.
1: It's the one hypocritical <laughs> thing about him. I know very hypocritical. They, every, every Achilles has their heel. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
0: Every- <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I mean that's that's one of the things that's the most ridiculous thing is like he is so he's a libertarian, right? So he's yes. like so
1: he's,
0: he's a walking he's anti, contradiction. Yeah. Sure, he's anti government, but he's almost a genius because he decided to take it down from the inside. Yes. Right? Except he's not taking <laughs> it down, he's just wasting our money. No,
1: but that that's what he says. That's what he says all the time. Like he, he's working from the inside.
2: Yeah, okay, but he would to, be better to limit a,
1: how much money is spent. I mean, think about how many times he tells Leslie, no, you can't build a park. Yeah, no, you go. can't do this. No, you can't do that. Yeah, but so your, your services not, are better. No, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. If you have to pay government, that's the investment <laughs> that you want to make is Ron Swanson. <laughs> okay, I will give that man $50,000 a year to ensure 100000 is not spent.
2: Dude, if he was oh. in, if he was in Congress, okay. for sure, but being over Parks Department, I don't think it really... I mean, okay, so we live in a small town a lot like Pawnee. I think he's fighting
1: the most important battle, man. He's fighting the most important battle, local.
2: Okay, that's what I was gonna say. But even being here, this is a small town like Pawnee. How much money do you think we invest in our parks?
1: Zero dollars. Sure, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) So he's literally just bleeding dry from something that's already not productive. Director, for one, because our town is that small. But I'm pretty sure Pawnee was bigger than that. Pretty I don't sure. know, man, if they can afford a parks director, they can afford a parks director who says no. All I'm to, saying to projects is, I, I like
2: Ron Swanson. I just think
0: that he's a hypocrite. Is all. Oh. Dude, okay, here's the deal: hypocrite or not, any boss who can clock out at the end of the day and then. Transform into Duke Silver <laughs> and just <laughs> go, just like seduce, like sonically seduce the ladies, dude. And then yeah. be good to in my to book, in too. That small town
1: and nobody knows it's you. You're well, like a superhero. Hey, dude, that's oh, for a, sure, dude. That's what a fedora and sunglasses does for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it hides you. I mean, just yeah. Go ask Moonhooch. I'm telling
0: <laughs> no, you. Like... Are you listening, military? Forget the camouflage. You should all be wearing fedoras <laughs> and sunglasses. And shades. Well,
2: <laughs> There is a rule, though. One fedora per crew. So not everyone can do it. Dude, can can you like imagine how
0: awesome our freaking military would look rolling up in fedoras and shades all the time? They'd have to get, man.
2: like, bulletproof fedoras. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're Kevlar fedoras. Anyway, anyway. Every, no man is without his hypocrisy, except for me. No man is without <laughs> a So I digress. Ron Swanson, best TV boss, best real life actual boss if they really existed, and I would work for him. So my pick. Ron Ron for president and and for boss. So you would work for the government? No, I didn't say that. I said Ron for boss. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I have principles, man. Yeah, I'm not a hypocrite.
2: <laughs> not like your hero. <laughs> <laughs> not like my hero. That's right. Yeah, dude, okay. Wait, wait. Does that make me
1: a hypocrite? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. My paradox is falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> my house of cards.
0: <laughs> uh, so, dude, Ron Swanson, excellent choice. Thank I think you. Anybody... Thank you. Any anybody who who says that they wouldn't work for the man is lying to themselves. Okay. Yes. Excellent,
1: boss. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Uh, I, however, went a little bit of a different direction when it's when I'm thinking about the TV boss that I think is the, is the coolest. Now, when I'm looking at this guy, okay, there's a couple of reasons why I think he's the man. Number one, we're talking about a guy who invests in the infrastructure of the city. Okay. <laughs> he cares enough about the city to not only not only power the city, but pretty much to own most of the city. <laughs> and this is a guy who is not above hiding a corpse if he needs to when somebody gets killed in his office. Alright, hold
1: on, Rob. It doesn't sound like you're describing a man. It sounds like you're describing a corporation. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, this
0: is a guy who is has such a hands-off management style that most of the time he's going to forget your name every time you come into the office. <laughs> I'm talking about Mr. Charles Montgomery Burns. Yes, Mr. Burns <laughs> from the Simpsons. Dude, let's talk about this guy. Okay, number 1. Mr. Creepy. He's almost again? a billionaire. <laughs> Dude, he's excellent. Okay, he this guy owns most of Springfield. I'm going to let me just run this list down for you. Doesn't this he generate like, list. nuclear power or something? Dude, he owns the Springfield Nuclear Power Plant, okay? But he also owns the baseball stadium, the monorail, the state prison, the concert hall, the basketball stadium, the Institute for Soul Extraction. Don't ask me what that is. <laughs> a casino, an opera house, the elementary school, the other sports arena. Uh, dude, the, the list goes on and on. This is a guy who, dude, he doesn't just live in Springfield. This is a guy who loves Springfield enough to own it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, he is Springfield. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Okay, now let's let's break this down a little bit farther. Okay, this is a boss who, like Ron Swanson, okay, he's a man's man. You may not think when you see him that he is, but this is a guy who served in World War II. Okay, he was part of the Flying Hellfish. I don't know if you remember that. No. Oh, dude. I'm talking about just like this elite squad of guys. Now, he was only a private, uh, and then he ended up getting demoted uh, there, you below don't private. <laughs> private. I'm peeling but, potatoes. He also did manufacture uh, uh, artillery shells for the Nazis, but that's neither here nor there. All I'm saying is. <laughs> well, dude, so did Schindler, but he was a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, see? Now and and by the way, he also uh he also did try to steal the puppies and turn them into a, a jacket, uh a la Corella de Ville, but yeah, once again that's neither bit. here nor there. Well uh, puppies he also, are super soft. So. I mean, right, are, are you kidding me? He did have that gorilla chest vest. Do you remember that?
2: <laughs> no.
0: Oh, Oh, dude, you don't remember the gorilla
2: chest vest? No, remember? My parents wouldn't let us watch The Simpsons, only married with children. Oh, that's right. You
0: didn't get to watch The Simpsons. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) All I'm saying is anybody who wouldn't sport a a vest made of gorilla chest is ridiculous. So all I'm saying, Mr. Burns, this is a guy who, he's an American hero. He's investing in the infrastructure of the city. He's giving them power. And like I said, dude, every time Homer walks in the office, he has no idea who this guy is. Smithers has to remind him that he is a drone from Sector 7G. And the other thing that you need to keep in mind, (laughs) he is so committed to his job. He is so committed to doing a good job that he doesn't even realize after so many years that Smithers is definitely in love with him. (laughs) (laughs) He's committed to his work, man. And that's a boss any of us would be proud to serve under. Am I
1: right? Kind of. I've only got one hesitation. Okay, hit me and it's that he's pretty much the embodiment of satan so you
0: know, i don't
2: know if I necessarily want to work for that he kill the guy that was in his office
0: dude uh no okay so remember smithers dad the 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 power plant was melting down uh-huh. smithers dad went in he stopped it but then he ended up dying but then he had a he just happened to have a corpse hatch in his office so they threw his body down the corpse hatch and it was all good it was all good no problem. <laughs> a corpse hatch yeah <laughs> That is one of my favorite Simpsons moments. Sidebar: <laughs> They sneak into the office. Uh, 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 Burns turns the light on and says, "What are you doing in my corpse hatch?" And the uh, the cop says, "Mister Burns, you're under arrest." And he says, "Corpse hatch? I meant innocence tube." <laughs> <laughs> so good, dude. So good. Wow, well, that's Ain't pretty crazy. funny.
2: So yeah, he may
0: he he may be a murderer uh he's
1: he's definitely a murderer he's a pretty sinister dude you don't you don't get to own and become springfield by playing it lightly let's put it that way (laughs) that doesn't happen
2: by not killing a few people and yeah yeah,
0: stabbing
1: a few
2: others
0: in the back both literally and metaphorically (laughs) (laughs) look but we all know look if you want to make an omelet you got to crack a few eggs
1: Okay, and you might have to release the hounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 pure motivation right there for working. I'll tell you that much. I'm gonna go to work for Ron. I'm gonna stay right there. <laughs> stay yeah, right there working. All for
2: right. Me. Well, both <laughs> of you guys, uh, yours, Rob, was a little more sinister. Yours was. I like Ron Swanson. I just don't like him working for the government that he. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, he runs his own private enterprise by the end of the show. Okay, sure. All right? I, I so, like are that. Are you? Part, yeah.
0: A very, what is it? A very good, very good construction company. (laughs) A very good construction company, yes. Drew, are you more libertarian than Ron? Are you looking at him and saying, how could you work for the government? I
2: wouldn't do what he's doing. Dude. So okay. I
0: guess I would say that, but,
2: you know, his character is written by probably some liberal guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, the, the actor where that portrays Ron Swanson is fairly liberal himself, so. Oh,
2: I could imagine. Yeah.
1: He's an actor.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah it don't oh make sense. So anyway, well, yeah, you're your you're
1: boss. So
2: Go. I win a little bit more. Uh, well, just as much time wasting as Ron Swanson, much less sinister than Mr. Burns. Uh, <laughs> Michael Scott from Dunder Mifflin Paper Perfect. Company. Perfect. Oh,
3: okay, okay. Uh,
2: dude, just the, the like most middle of the road, maybe. Dude, I he's just the guy that I think of when I think of TV bosses. He's uh, not your average. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Work, I couldn't work there, man. Oh, I think I'd have a great time, dude. I, I couldn't do it. Oh my. It'd be like getting calls from telemarketers, but all day and in person. <laughs> So you'd
1: mess with Michael instead of Dwight.
2: Uh, dude, I would there's too many good characters in that cast for <laughs> me to sit here and say which one would be my favorite to hang out with, but I think it would be great to mess with all of them, dude. It would, but Michael Michael is just uh, he has. I like him because he has good intentions, but he makes the dumbest decisions oh, ever dude. dude, and you want to talk about wasting time and wasting
1: company money. <laughs> Having oh, a party. for sure they they have a, they <laughs> have a party almost every episode.
2: <laughs> this is why I can't
1: get on board with Michael Spot be, or Michael Scott because he's actually wasting capitalized money, not stolen money. That's just wrong. Dude. Stolen money. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather someone
2: be burning you know some rich CEO's money than burning. And then you have the
1: corporations being all corporationy.
2: <laughs> than burning all of our hard earned <laughs> money collectively. <laughs>
0: He's stealing from one person in that situation. <laughs> Ron's stealing from all of us, <laughs> dude. How? Here's my question way. about Michael Scott. How in the world does this guy always land on his feet? How did he become the manager? He is That's the part epitome of landing of, on his
1: feet. Yeah, it.
0: He he's just like the epitome of that guy who's just like just like stu- like constantly like stumbling <laughs> through life,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he's like
0: stumbling upward every time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude.
2: I um I, he's he's my favorite TV boss for sure.
1: <laughs> you, the, you know what the deciding episode for me was when they had to do uh ethics training. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that episode like being uh um oh, maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't ethics training. Maybe it was like HR training or something like that. Anyway, they they had to they all had to learn to be aware and cognizant of each other's feelings and diversity and ethnicities I mean, and everything. That was diversity the episode tomorrow was because like,
0: today is almost gone
1: without <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. That was the one that sold me I like was Oscar. Like, I it's could not work for this guy <laughs> at all. I can never work for this guy.
2: It's Oscar. It's not your gayness that defines you. It's your Mexicanness <laughs> That defines you. <laughs>
0: My, one of my you know what okay is that, that's one of my favorite moments in that episode is when i don't remember who it is but kevin they have the the ethnicities on their forehead yes yes and somebody <laughs> yes. has somebody has jamaican and he's like uh do you want to get high mon like, no i don't think so and he's like uh i think you do mon <laughs>
1: It was just the worst (laughs) dude. The the one that I thought was funny was Dwight had Asian on his (laughs) forehead and Pam was like, okay, not that I believe in stereotypes at all and I don't think they're true, but if I was you, I might be kind of a bad driver. (laughs) (laughs) And Dwight's all, oh man, am I a woman? (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, dude. These (laughs) two like Michael Scott and and Dwight, dude, like they just make up the absolute worst work colleagues you could ever have. They just say they're a walking (laughs) lawsuit at every turn for sure, dude, and and (laughs) what I'm always afraid of being around a walking lawsuit is that you're going to get like dirt on you at some point, no matter how far you try and get away, you're going to get
2: dirt. Oh yeah. Well, Michael Scott's the worst dude because he can't keep a secret. He can't keep his <laughs> mouth shut about anything. <laughs> you know, he in front of all the branches of the company, he uh, they slip out and say that they're closing one of the branches. That's <laughs> at the park. Oh <laughs> my yeah, he's, he's just the worst dude, but oh, I absolutely think the worst. I think it would be amazing to work for a guy like that just because every day is
1: a new train wreck <laughs> <laughs> and we all but know walking. what's true about train wrecks. <laughs> you cannot stop from watching them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or every day is a new guy getting hit on a razor scooter. <laughs> There you go. There
0: you go. Oh, my God. Perfect. Okay, you just sold me. (laughs) The thing about Michael Scott, though, that you cannot deny is this is a guy who, he may not always know how to express it or do the right thing, but it's a guy who totally cares for his employees because you have these moments that are so cringy and you're just like, oh, my gosh, how does this guy have a job? And then he has those moments where, like, he goes to Pam's art show, you know, and he he buys her 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 drawing, and he's like, "I'm so proud of you and stuff." And you're this like, "This is our building." The dude's got a yeah. yeah, exactly. The dude's got a heart of gold, and, and then Dwight breaks it down.
2: He's like, you kidding me? <laughs> Amateur. With all their shades going both ways.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> all yeah. Right, it's so it's it solid. And then, paid. dude, I
0: mean. Spoilers, okay. Spoilers, spoilers. You guys have both finished the series, right? Dude, I've seen the entire
1: series like six or seven times. I have not because I watched what? during the course of like the few bosses that changed over, and they never captured the magic of Michael Scott. Wait, dude, you have never seen. The he stopped again? watching no. after Michael left because okay, he, I stopped watching okay. after Michael left. I stopped watching after they decided not to cast James Spader. 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 In, yeah. Oh, uh, he goal. was I California. He, I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was. <laughs> the next best one. He so. was there for a while. He was there for almost a full season. Yeah, okay. Wait dude. So after okay, that. So
2: His, he he actually I thought about making him my pick because he is dude. He's hilarious in <laughs> <Yeah>. that show. <nutshell. laughs> Robert he California. Was, he was great, dude. Oh yeah, great. And then at the <laughs> end when, when Andy's threatening him, he's all. You don't even know my real name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 oh, dang. Okay. Uh, So I was going to talk about it. It's fine. No, dude. No. I was going to talk about the finale. I was going to throw some spoilers. But, dude, Drew can attest to this. The final episode of The Office is like one of the greatest final episodes of any show ever. Ever, oh, that's I would good say. to know.
2: Okay, uh, that if, one and Parks and Rec is pretty good too. Parks and Rec yes. was pretty phenomenal. Yes. Dude, so
0: what's funny is one I bought little so- Sebastian. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Bah, bah, little
0: Sebastian. Can I? Can we there just? Like a thousand a minute, candles <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take a run and leap, and you learn to fly. Okay, okay. Can we just talk about the fact for a second that Mouse Rat is the worst band ever, but they're also kind of good. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. are you Chris, kidding me? Chris
2: Pratt probably would have been fine if he went off in that direction. It's true. For real, it's dude. true story. <laughs> Had it dude, been I, during the Dave Matthews era. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or something like that.
0: I'm not going to lie. Bye Bye Little Sebastian has been sung in my house way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, so yeah, dude, the finale of The Office, you got to watch it. It is okay. You got to get there, man. It's one of the greatest finales and one of my buddies that I work with who also listens to the show, his name's Justin. Josh, he is just like you. He will watch the series. He will get this is true story. He will get to the point where Michael leaves and then he will restart the series. Because for him, (laughs) that's where it ends. And I'm like, dude, you're missing good. Dude. Oh, you are. The writing is still good. The writers are still the same. Yeah. And it's worth going to the end for. Yeah. It's worth I will go
1: back. I will go back and I will watch it. I make that promise to you. But in the meantime, do you hear that? What? Wait a minute. I hear? think I actually do hear something do you? this time. What is it? What? Drew? Ah, get excited because yeah! it's time for another segment of Conspiracy Corner with Josh Frankenstein. Oh my God. That's right. Finally bringing it to you. Tonight's episode, we will be focusing on the conspiracy of whether Keanu Reeves is a 1,200-year-old immortal or, and yes, I do mean or, and we will have to wait to get to the end before we actually answer that or. Oh, what? <laughs> In the meantime, I do want to start off by saying that uh, if you don't know him, Keanu Reeves is actually a 1,200-year-old immortal, and I am about to present to you the facts. Any questions before we get started? Yes. Okay.
0: If
2: he was a 1,200-year-old immortal, don't you think he would be a better actor than he is right
0: now?
1: We will, <laughs> we will get there. We will get there. I, okay? am,
0: I will say, uh, you know, by the end... You know, am I gonna be a skeptic or a true believer? We shall see. But I will say if okay. he is a twelve hundred year old immortal, that explains how he does in fact know Kung Fu. Okay, let's yes,
1: go. Yeah, have we absolutely. have
2: we
0: talked about on
2: here how they might do another Bill and Ted's excellent adventure? No, but you have okay. well,
1: you have brought it up in private. So we, we can talk about that <laughs> afterwards. Okay, so if there are no further questions, we're about to get into the evidence of Keanu let's Reeves being a twelve hundred year old immortal. Okay, so Keanu, is it Keanu? <laughs> Keanu, 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 Keanu Keanu Charles Reeves was born on September 2nd, 1964, his middle name being Charles. He is Canadian from the French Canadian province. He's Canadian? Of Canada. That is correct. Whoa. Now, if you're wondering about his true birth date, (laughs) his true birth date actually dates back to the French emperor of Charlemagne, whose name is also (laughs) Charles, Charles the Great, charles magnus Uh, charlemagne who was born on april 2nd 742 okay so this is where we're getting our dates of you know being a being a 1200 year old immortal okay okay? now as the emperor of france france the franks whom i am not really happy with (laughs) this is really big for you to be talking
0: about them so much i'm proud of you john i know i know
1: I'm, i'm trying i'm trying to reach out a little bit okay being an emperor And overseeing so many countries, you can imagine how much money he was actually able to accumulate. Accumulate, okay. I mean, uh, Charlemagne we're talking money, burn style. Yeah, was, was one of the richest emperors to ever rule, actually, um, not only in his time frame but in all of history, accounting for you know.
2: Um, what kind of stuff do you buy in 742? Women,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, <laughs> people, castles,
1: <Yeah. laughs> you know that type of thing. Anyway, fat and calf. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I want I want you to rem- try and remember the dates, okay? Because uh, Mr. Keanu Reeves who was born as uh, Charlemagne, the emperor of France, um, disappeared for a while. And this is where he learns about himself and just about life in general and probably where he becomes adopted into the Illuminati, which we will actually get into as well. And does not reappear until later on, where he is born again, supposedly, on October 5th, 1847, as the French actor Paul Mounet, Ooh. Okay, so I mean, we've got we've got. Wait, some, this is the emperor
2: some, still? He's born th- as the. Well, no,
1: he's not born again. You know, it's just like that. The, the claim is that you know this is his birthday, but he he resurfaces <clears> and shows himself again as Paul Monet, the French actor. Okay, and if you were to ever look at photos of these guys, like uh, paintings of uh, Charlemagne, and this Paul Monet character and Keanu Reeves, they are so close in resemblance. I mean, they. They look extremely alike. Um, You take into account the fact that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This picture,
0: Drew, look at this. There is definitely a resemblance between Keanu and Keanu. Okay. And John Wilkes Booth. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. It he was also a French actor, surprisingly <laughs> enough.
0: <laughs> I googled Paul Monet, by the way, so people can look
1: that up. <laughs> yeah, anyway, they have they have <clears throat> their birth dates, but we all know that if you're immortal, you're born at one time and one time only, which would be April 2nd, 742, as the Emperor of Charlemagne. Okay, so anyway, he reveals himself as Charlemagne, amasses his fortune. Um, there are mysteries surrounding Charlemagne's death, actually. It was never made public. Um, he was supposedly buried in a, secret, uh, in a secret burial service in the dead of winter when no burial services were ever performed. So uh, we don't know if Charlemagne actually ever died. And of course, obviously, we know that he didn't because we've got Keanu Reeves here today to prove it to <laughs> us. Okay. So if you look at some of these dates, all right, I, I just want to I want to make a note of this. All right. You look at Keanu Reeves birthday. He hasn't died yet. So we can't use that date, obviously. Or has he or n- mm, no, he hasn't died <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of being immortal. But anyway. Maybe (laughs) (laughs) anyway. All right. I want you to I want you to be aware of this because there are a lot of sevens that that coincide with each other in the course of these lives. I'm going to get to that. Okay. So uh, sevens are dead. September 2nd. Yeah. 1964. Right. Okay. Uh, September being represented by the number nine. You know nine minus two equals seven. Right. Then you look at Charlemagne's uh, his birthday, and he's got a number seven in there as well, as well as uh, this Paul Monet character who has a seven in his birthday. Now, here's the strange thing. You take the French emperor's living time frame that they give us, okay? You subtract the year of his death from oh the year of his birth, and you get the number 72. French actor Paul Monet, you subtract the year of his death from the year of his birth, and you get the number 75. 75 minus 72 equals three, and as we all know from our education, from an Illuminati standpoint, what the meaning of three actually is. It's a very sacred number with, you know, the Illuminati. So yes. this is getting crazy, right? It is not to mention <laughs> that he only shows himself or reveals himself three times in history. So there are three men. Okay, so we've got sevens and threes, both sacred numbers of the Illuminati. All right, you take September, you take April, you take October and you or You add them all together. Nine plus four plus ten, you get twenty three minus two. The men who actually died, you get the number twenty one. Divide that by three men. And you get the number seven, seven again, wow. oh which is the recurring number in all of these men's birthdays, <laughs> oh which is crazy, God. right? Here's the other crazy thing, all right? You take 23 and you subtract it by five. Um, oh, wait, where did I get five? I got thrown off again. So here's where I got the five, okay? You got you got September 2nd, birthday of Keanu Reeves. You got April 2nd, French Emperor. Those two numbers cancel each other out, two uh-huh. and two, right? Because they're twos. So... <laughs> 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 All that you have left with is the birth date of Paul Monet, which is October 5th. That's number five, right? So you take 23 by the months yeah. m- subtracted by five. You get 18 18 divided by three minutes six. Do you know what number makes 18 three times? Six, six, six. Holy oh freaking crap. <laughs> and guess what? This what? man played the devil's advocate, but also played the devil's nemesis as Constantine. Constantine. Dude, yin and yang. Okay. Yin and the yang. That's right. Yin and yang sporting Cancels. both the number six, the number seven, and the number three, which are all holy numbers in every religion that exists on the face of the planet, and therefore you come to the reasonable deduction that this man is immortal. Or, as Andrew asked at the beginning of this episode, he's actually a puppet who's been redressed all through these centuries because, obviously, he can't act. So- <laughs> 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 Whoa, dude! I leave it to you to decide, but that's wow. exa-
2: that's exactly how I would have broke that down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Numbers never lie, and photos tell a thousand words. I so mean,
0: when you when you make the roadmap that intricate, it's it's hard to it's hard to deny. How do you argue? With it's it? also how hard to exactly? follow. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that's true. Though. That's why he's here, though. He's our guide, right? Now, anyway. Okay. When you say he's an immortal, are that's we talking right. about like Highlander status, where if we cut his head off, he will he will die, or is this is this go beyond that? Like, is he literally just like outside vampire? of time and space? As we
1: all know, immortals can die in one fashion, in one fashion only, and that is a severed head. Uh, we've seen that with Wolverine. You know, I mean, that's the only way that he can die. Did someone cut his head off? No, but that's the only way he can die. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's also immortal. We've seen that in the Highlander series, obviously. Vampires, I mean, stake through the heart. But, I mean, they're kind of, you know, that's their thing. But you can also kill them by chopping their head off. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that seems to be the scientific proof of being able to kill an immortal. You just take their head off. So.
0: So really, the only way for us to verify whether or not this is a true thing is we just need to cut off Keanu's head is what you're
1: saying. Yeah, I, I think that's the action that we need to take. And obviously whoa, when that happens. Whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. Hang on. No. Not we. <laughs> 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 Hang on.
1: You do what you gotta oh, do. No, 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 no. I don't I don't want to do it. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I, what you didn't let me finish. The only way that we could actually verify whether is if he's immortal is if we were to take his head off. And then watch the lightning strike all around us as, <laughs> as you know, his. I his didn't head let you finish be because removed. it sounds so, like you were
2: going down the road of a felony and I did not want to be <laughs> associated with be a a...
1: <laughs> What was that statement that I made? Uh, you, you get too close to the boss, you get dirt on you or something <laughs> like that. You know? oh anyway, we have reached the end of our Conspiracy Corner segment. And now I leave you with your choices. Are you a skeptic? Are you a believer? Or do you think I'm full of crap?
0: What do you think, Drew? Skeptic or you believer? I think that he's the dumbest eternal
2: immortal ever. <laughs> if, it's been, if he's been acting this long and he's only gotten this far. Uh, yeah, I, I believe it. Oh,
3: perfect.
1: <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad I was able to sell you. Sounds like though nothing about what I presented is actually what sold you. It's the, it's the fact that this bad acting has been successful. Sold <laughs> you?
0: I just think that here, here's the deal. You don't become, you don't become the world's richest emperor if you're an idiot. Okay. It's true. And this is a man who has chosen to continue in a craft that will continue to give him a lot of wealth, and so. I think that maybe Keanu is possibly the greatest actor we've ever known because he is living, he is living the character. He is convincing us that he's an idiot when he is in fact possibly the most intelligent man, the wisest man to walk among us. Uh, This is recorded. You're gonna have to hear yourself say that a lot. (laughs) What can I say? I'm a believer. What can I say? (laughs)
1: Yes, that's right. Finally, I went 100% in a conspiracy corner. I'm so happy we're going to yeah. close it right there. <laughs> I, don't, I changed my mind. <laughs> Come on. You, no, no, no. We already have you on record. You're a believer. <laughs>
0: okay. And on that point, let's talk about what we've learned tonight.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Thank you for saving us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: So number one, guys, tonight we learned that there are some people out there who have not experienced the glory and the majesty of the Office finale. If that is you, go do it now. Because <laughs> you will laugh, you will cry, it is worth it. This is not a joke. Just mm. go watch it. You're going to love it. I promise I will. Number two, there. if you want to be the best boss out there, there's two things you need to do. Number one. Every time you go out to eat, you order turf and turf. <laughs> Number 2. Make sure you learn how to play the sax and you, you moonlight as Duke Silver. There's no cooler boss than that. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Hey, we just want to say thanks to everybody who's been listening and supporting the show. Make sure wherever you get your podcast, you go and leave us a review because it really helps out the show. And until next time, I'm your host Rob Lambert.
1: This is Josh Frankenstein.
2: And this is Drew Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.